Welcome to the Dr. Wayne Dyer Radio Podcast. Discover the wisdom and remarkable insights of Dr. Dyer, world-renowned spiritual teacher and foremost authority on how the power of your mind creates your world. So, you know, it's it's wedding season, and I just went to yes. a wedding on Sunday, beautiful wedding. My co-worker's here, Danny, and her, mm-hmm. her husband, Ben. Yeah, Danny, mm-hmm. our social media person who does a lot oh. of stuff for your website. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. And uh, she got married. It was so beautiful. And, oh. you know, I did finally get to see some of the Facebook pictures of Serena's wedding. And I just Serena. loved it. So many great yeah. comments and, and people just wishing you well. And, and it was thousands, just beautiful. Hundreds of thousands, literally, of, of people reacting. Yeah, it was. Uh... Some not so <clears throat> nice comments. <laughs> you know, well, we were laughing about people... that before the show. <laughs> yes, I, uh, it's always interesting that people go on my Facebook page and I. I post some photos of my uh, daughter's wedding on, on the Wayne Dyer Facebook page, and there's people on there telling me how I should have been dressed. I, you know, just a small person, a very, very small number, but you should have been, you should, you shouldn't have been wearing those sandals. I said, well, you know, Jesus wore sandals. You know, you're called Christians out there. That's what you say. You know, what's the, anyway, I always find it kind of, it's a, <clears throat> like we talked about before. It's that awareness of uh, being independent of the good opinion of other people. It's such a great it's lesson. A, Yes, it is. Hold on one second. I got to cough some. There we go. Oh, there we go. <clears throat> we use that cough so what, drop. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I know. Every time, this, every morning, I have this uh, similar thing. Just, just getting started talking. <clears throat> At any rate, I, uh, I've been posting that. I posted a little video this morning on my Facebook page of uh, myself dancing with my daughter Serena, who's also my co-author of uh, her brand new book, uh, "What It Was Like to Be." raised by um, weird parents or spiritual parents, as she calls it, Don't Die With Your Music Still In You is the name of the book. But a lot of people ask me, what did you say? Because I, I, was, uh, I officiated at the wedding. It's my third wedding. I, I married Ellen DeGeneres and, and Portia de Rossi uh, six years ago, and then my daughter Skye three years ago, and now my daughter Serena and Matt. Um, and it was a wonderful, wonderful wedding on the 1st of July. And I, I made a distinction there because one of my, one of the people who's been a great mentor to me and a great teacher in my life, I never had the privilege of getting to know him personally. He passed away uh, long, quite a while back, um, but he was here on Maui a lot. His name was Joel Goldsmith. Are you familiar with any of Joel's work? That name sounds uh, familiar. I think you've mentioned him before. I have, on The Infinite show. Way. He, he, yes. He's written about over 30 books and uh, parentheses in eternity and so many other great books. He was a Christian scientist and, uh, and, a, and a great healer. Um, wrote a lot of books, and he wrote one called uh, The Gift of Love. And in there, he makes a distinction between a marriage, uh, a human marriage, and a spiritual partnership. And so what I did is I uh, I did just a little tiny reading from that uh, for Serena and Matt. And this is what, uh, this is what Joel Gold, Goldsmith said, and it's one of the great wedding ceremonies. Um, he said, in a spiritual marriage, uh, there is not... Uh, there's not bondage, but freedom. But this is not true in human marriage. It is true in spiritual marriage, where both recognize that in marrying, they are setting each other free. This is the only thing I have discovered in 30 years of this work that will make possible happy marriages, peaceful marriages, successful marriages, the ability to set the other one free, that each may live his own individual life, and yet share with each other without demanding. In human marriage, A husband has certain rights, and a wife has certain rights. But in a spiritual marriage, this is not true. Neither husband nor wife has any rights. 
They have only the privilege of loving. They have only the privilege of sharing. They have the privilege of giving, but they have no right to demand anything of the other. We do not leave human experience while we hold someone in bondage to our rights. And then I concluded the ceremony with, let us always honor and respect the individuality of the other. Let us remember that no two people have grown from childhood to maturity without developing individual traits of character, of habit, of living. And let us never believe they can surrender these just because they have entered into marriage. Therefore, even sometimes when the ways, the modes, the means of our partner are not completely that of ourselves, let us forget that in giving them their freedom to be themselves. And as long as they be themselves in union with God, marriage is an indestructible relationship on earth <clears throat> as it is in heaven. So that's from Joel Goldsmith. Wow, and then, that's so beautiful. I love that. Um, so then uh, I, I concluded it with a uh, just a very brief uh, poem from uh, Hafiz, who was a great 14th century uh, brilliant uh, scholar and uh, Middle Eastern poet and Sufi. And he had something called Companion for Life. And I love this, and I concluded it. It says, our union is like this. If you feel cold, I would reach for a blanket to cover our shivering feet. If a hunger comes into your body, I would run to my garden and start digging potatoes. If you ask for a few words of comfort and guidance, I would quickly kneel by your side and offer you a whole book as a gift. If you ever ache with loneliness so much you weep, I would say, here is a rope. Tie it around me. Hafiz will be your companion for life. And I ask them each to be the Hafiz for each other, a companion for life, who whenever it is that they are suffering or struggling or cold or hurt, that they offer to serve the other. That's the great privilege of a spiritual marriage. Well, that's how it went. Wow, that's so beautiful. And I think it's a great lesson for people to, to keep in mind. You know, when you're in a relationship, and I think a lot of times people go into things where they'll fall in love with the possibility of that person or think that they can change that person right. or kind of mold them into what they feel they should right. be. And then mm-hmm. that's where you start having problems, I think. But to love and accept yeah, the, the other person. Yeah, the whole idea of just being in a, in a relationship is one in which you can just serve the other. But it's a great, it's a real privilege to serve others. That's what that, that beautiful Companions for Life from Hafiz is basically saying, is that it is, it is my privilege to be able to just help you to reach the highest place that you can reach um, and forgetting about yourself. And if both people are doing this, they're in a spiritual partnership or a, spir- a spiritual marriage. That's beautiful. I mean, if you think about it, wasn't that very forward thinking of Hafiz <laughs> at, yes, at that yes. time? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think that relationships right. really were considered uh, right. in that way. And the same with Khalil Gibran. I mean, in the prophet, uh, the Lebanese poet, you know, he said, let there, let there be spaces in your togetherness and let the oceans roar in those spaces. In other words, let there be large spaces, um, but always in your togetherness. I like that. And I'm going to put a link uh, when I update the description for today's show. If people are interested in, you know, they might want to find out more about Joel Goldsmith. I will. I'll put it up there on the site. That's a great idea. And if you want to see uh, me dancing with my daughter as my daughter (laughs) Sky is singing uh, her beautiful song based on a 
a letter that Serena actually wrote to me, which I, I put on my PBS special, but seeing it there on Maui, just go on uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer Facebook, and I think it'll be the first posting on there. That song is so pretty, too. I, I've heard Isn't her sing it, it yeah. during the special, and, mm -hmm. and just it fits so beautifully for the wedding. Yeah, it was know? written by actually written by Alex Woodard, who, who wrote um, you know, For the Sender, who's one of my favorite people as well. He's so great. Yeah, he I is. really like that project. I hope people check that out too. The the previous one yeah, you did the and then Sender. the recent one. Mm -hmm. Some right. great and songs. Plus, it, it comes with music with it as well. Yeah, and, and Alex is a really terrific writer. Very talented. He's great. So is Sky uh, working with him? Um, she is. You know, every mm -hmm. once in a she while. Did. In fact, her new CD, Letting Go, uh, was uh, the entire thing was uh, written by uh, the songs were written by her and Alex, and uh, they recorded it together. Yeah, it's beautiful. Beautiful CD. So let's see who's listening and watching. And are we? We're not watching. Are we? Nobody's watching. <laughs> no I, one's watching. So you I didn't can. Know. Uh, I'm looking around for the cameras. Be there in know. a sarong or yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> there's, there's nothing sarong with that. Right. See, that's the oh, beauty of, of radio. <laughs> what I always enjoyed when I had to do the, right. the overnight shift. You know, at good old uh, WSHE in Fort Lauderdale, and I would just wear my like jammies and. You know, <laughs> like, W S H E. I don't remember W. -C? She's only rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Well, back back in the that. day, yeah, <laughs> the rock DJ days. But but radio has the, you know, that so advantage. You must know the name like Sandy Payton. Do you remember that name? Yeah, Sandy Payton. She had a radio show there in, in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, Sandy Payton. I think uh, she was on a talk station she was in, she for a long Miami. time. Yeah, she was in Miami. Yeah, she was a good mm -hmm. friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was what we did. We wore, you know, crazy sweatpants. So, yeah, just be comfortable. You're an old rocker, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I am. You know, Led Zeppelin fan and all that. And, yeah, uh, we used to play all that stuff on, on WSHE. And, uh, you know, anybody familiar with the South Florida radio, you know, it was a big rock station for a, a lot of years and, and no longer there, unfortunately. And uh, mm. then I was at Big 106. Big oh, classic yes. hits. <laughs> That's all very familiar to me down there. Right. Yeah, big one hundred and six. So yeah, but now I'm here at Hay House Radio, where I'm, you are. I'm loving it. Yeah. So yeah, well, we great. have great people. Um, no, you know, major countries. We have Canada checking in so far. We may get some uh, different countries checking in today for the show. For I can see clearly now. So actually, let's start there in Montreal. And see okay. what's happening. I Line one, and I believe uh, the name is uh, Hamet. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Wow, that's right. It's Hamet. Hamet, okay. Oh, it's, Got it right. It's great to be on. I can't believe I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> you are, my friend. How are you this morning? Very this afternoon. Good. And I'm sitting here with the, the book Wishes Fulfilled. I'm oh, good. Straight through it. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, I love that book. I give it away a lot whenever. People ask me about, you know, how to manifest and make things show up in their life. I say, well, there's certain principles that you got to follow, and uh, I tried to outline them in Wishes Fulfilled. I'm, I'm always, people uh, seem to be very helped by the specific kind of suggestions that are in there for how to make things happen in your life. It's, it's, I really like it because my background, I'm a mechanical engineer. Mm -hmm. so I've, I've heard uh, some of these messages from different people uh different ways of putting things and to me this is talking directly to me this is the the version that talks most directly to me is this book so i'm oh that's really, great uh, well thank you appreciate it what's on your mind this morning uh, i have a question i'm i'm working on uh the statement 
I am prosperous as a musician. So I'm trying to mm-hmm. manifest that statement. And I'm mm. wondering what more I can do uh, uh, in terms of working on manifesting that statement. Okay, I'm, that's a really good question. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't know if you saw the thing I did with Abraham, although I don't think it's out yet, is it, Diane? Um, we're, we're bringing that out as a you know, the entire recording of it. Part of it was on the World Summit. Yes. Um, but uh, Abraham, Esther Hicks and I did a, a program, and Abraham said something that just really just jumped out at me, and it jumped out at me as you were speaking about this, you know. And she said, and what she said was that uh, the universe does not respond to what you say. Okay. It respond. It responds to how you feel about what you say. Okay. And, and you know, and so, um, or or it responds to what you mean, you know. So for a person to say, "I am prosperous," um, but inside um, be loaded with uh, doubt about being able to, and 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 just say, "Well, I'm just kind of going through the motions, and I'm just saying the right thing," sure. and mm-hmm. uh, if I say it. So one of the chapters in Wishes Fulfilled is called uh, Assume the Feeling of the Wish Fulfilled. And this is one of the, the difficulties that, uh, that people have in, uh, in being able to attract things into, into their life. I think it, the process works like this. It, it starts with, um, it st- it starts with uh, attention. That is, just putting your attention on something, which is like uh, your attention is on you're a musician and you want to be prosperous. Okay? And then it's setting an intention. And an intention is what you are doing. You are saying, I am prosperous. You know, you're, at, you're acting as if what it is that you would like to manifest is already here. Oh. So, so you've, so, but it's the emotional component. It's like you've got to be able to feel that in your body, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, and then you've got to be able to act upon what it is that you are feeling, independent of whether or not your senses tell you that it's arrived or it hasn't arrived or that it's showing up or it's not showing up or it's going to be too costly or it's going to be too expensive or I don't see it yet and I can't touch it and I can't feel it. These are all messages from the senses which are designed to convince us that what it is that we would like to be able to attract and manifest is not really possible. There's that banishing. You know, Ken Kais and I used to call it uh, banishing the doubt. You know, like, uh, you know, coming in, Shakespeare put it this way. He said, our doubts are our traitors, you know. So yeah. that uh, so that the universe will respond to how you feel. So as you talk about saying I am prosperous, you have to assume the feeling of that wish as already fulfilled and fulfilled and feel yourself as being prosperous. And then in your body, act on that feeling. You know, act as if this what you would like to attract is already here. It's already manifested. It's already uh, created. Act as if. So <laughs> meaning you have that feeling and. And, yeah, and, you, you feel emotionally, you feel it in your body. I am prosperous. Oh, my God, that feels so great. I'm feeling successful and so on. And then you start acting that way. You know, you, okay. you, know, you, you physically act upon that feeling within oh. you. And you ignore what your senses tell you. You know, that, uh, you know this, this really isn't here because I can't see it or touch it or feel it or smell it or do all of the things that my senses uh, are telling me. And uh, what happens, what ha- the, the reason that I think that this works, this is just sort of my take on it based on all the research I've done and all the writing I've done in this whole field of manifestation, is that um, most of us are just not able to get to that place of assuming that feeling um, of the wish as, as already fulfilled. Um, and and we, we're just, we get to a place where we're constantly referring to reality in terms of, uh, what our senses tell us, even though our senses are lying to us all the time. And the universe responds to this kind of what I'm t- speaking about here with, um, it's really like matching up to uh, 
the universal intelligence, let's call it God or spirit or divine mind or, or whatever it is, whatever that invisible intelligence is that, that opens the roses and grows our fingernails and beats our heart, uh, independent of our you know, opinion about it and so on, that uh, it's constantly working. As Lao Tzu said, it, it does nothing. It just leaves nothing undone. It's just, it's just making things happen all the time. And so you start to you start to really tune into um, uh, how do, how does God think? How does the universe think? How is that you know which is uh, keeping these planets in alignment and, and 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 opening the flowers as I say and growing your fingers? How does it work? How is it? And uh, and you want to be in in alignment with it. And, and and being in alignment with it means that you rid yourself of all of the doubt and the anger and the fear and the, and the frustration that our egos are the things that that bring upon us. And just get to that place of just uh, just letting it be, just letting it be, and, and knowing. Then, as I say in Wishes Fulfilled, the last five minutes before you go to sleep every night, instead of uh, using your, your, your mind to uh, rehash all of the things that you don't like and that didn't work for you and that you're upset about, which is how so many people have, been trained, have trained themselves to use their, their mind, yeah. uh, instead of doing that, <clears throat> the last five minutes particularly, because you're now going to marinate in your sub subconscious mind for the next eight hours or so, you want to you want to reestablish in your subconscious mind what it is that you are you know wanting to manifest for yourself and, and be able to see with your senses. So you you instead of reviewing what you don't like and what doesn't work and so on, you go to your I am's. I am prosperous. I am well. I am so and, and you get into a state of gratitude. I've noticed that I've been doing more and more of that in my life. I even start out all my speeches by by telling my audience uh, how appreciative I am of, of all of the things that I have been able to do because because you out there, you people out there, have, have made a decision to, to listen to what I have to say or to read what I have written or to purchase, uh, you know, uh, films and so on. Uh, and I'm in a constant state of gratitude about that, you know. So you're, you're in a state, you're constantly and persistently staying in a, in a state of, of divine love, of just appreciation and love. Uh, and then you're aligned with the universal source that does, in fact, bring everything to you. Because if there's no place that this divine intelligence is not, if it's everywhere, if it's ev in everything that's in the physical universe, then it must be in you, and it must also be in everything that you have somehow perceived to be missing, that is, your, your scarcity, your, your lack of abundance. It's in whatever it is you would like to manifest. It's in it, and it's also in you. So all you have to do is realign with that thing which is offering us uh, unlimited uh, abundance and prosperity. Uh, you know, and you stay in alignment with that rather than getting out of alignment with it and, and thinking that there's not enough. To find out more about Dr. Wayne Dyer or any other Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. Thank you for listening.